and hello. Welcome to the Poly Film Bros. This is Gio here. Tomas. Uh, it's great to be with you this evening. And today, Star Wars turns 43 years old. That's something, isn't it, Tomas? Yeah. As A New Hope, Star Wars, or just regarded as Star Wars by um, most people, was released 43 years ago today. Man, that, that that's something. Wow. That, that's really something, huh, Tomas? Yeah. Um, so not only was um, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, released uh, 43 years ago today, but uh, 37 years ago today, um, one of my favorites, Return of the Jedi, was released. And I know we both... We both hold that film in high regards. It's one of our favorites, you know. And then two years ago, um, two years ago, Solo, a Star Wars story, was released to theaters. So, it's a, this is a very Star Wars, a very Star Wars day. This is sort of like May the Fourth. I, I pretty much consider it as another Star Wars day. But yeah. So, so um, I'm thinking now, since it's um, on this anniversary to Star Wars, uh, we're probably going to uh, touch on some of our favorite scenes of the saga. Yeah. Um, do you want to start it off, or do you want me to start it off? Oh, you can go ahead and start it off. Um, well, there's so many great scenes in just all of Star Wars. But, uh... There's, uh, of course, there's some that just stand out higher than others. Um... I mm-hmm. would say... Some of my favorites are, uh... Um... Uh, well, probably my favorite... Is, uh, in Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. The, just the whole ending scene. Just, just amazing. A perfect ending to, uh to the perfect trilogy, the perfect saga. But, uh, what about you, Juwani? Well, um, there are many, but I would say, as you said, Return of the Jedi, the ending of of Return of the Jedi is my favorite. Um, all the way, I guess it would be from when Luke lashes out at Vader and then he, um, and then he slices off Vader's hand and he sees the robot. He sees the mechanical arm of Vader. And he looks at his arm and he sees he sees what he has become. You know, throughout the whole movie Return of the Jedi, he's trying to bring his father back from the dark side to turn Vader back into a good guy. But then in um in the that like climactic scene of Return of the Jedi, he sees what he's become and then he I just love that scene, and this is my favorite. My favorite scene of all Star Wars is when Luke throws the lightsaber and says, No, um, I'll never join you. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Because the, it, what he's basically saying is that he, he's basically coming to the realization that um, before he can turn his father 
back to the light side, he must admit himself that he himself is a Jedi, just like his father, what he hopes his father to be, and, and what he knows that there's still some good in his father. So he he basically affirms himself as a Jedi, and then Vader throwing down Palpatine and um, Vader taking off his mask to Luke, and Leia. Um, Leia and Han looking up at the De Death Star number two as it blows up. Um, and, and then, of course, my favorite ending to any Star Wars movie is Return of the Jedi, which is just a, a, a beautiful last shot. of it's, They see Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda's Force Ghost, and then they pose for like a picture. So I think that's a phenomenal ending. And so that's what I that would be my favorite scene just like the total last I think 15 minutes of Return of the Jedi um, what would you say Tomas yeah yeah definitely and um, and I would say I do prefer the the special edition of, of Return of the Jedi I prefer the special edition ending I know Yub Nub was the original song that came out uh, went with the, in the original release of Return of the Jedi with all the Ewoks at, during the end. And that's fine, but that's nothing like the Victory Celebration, which I think was released in 1997, which was George Lucas' special edition. Which is, you know, I to me, the special edition is the definitive version of the original trilogy. But... Yeah, so that's my favorite Star Wars moment. So, Tomas, what, what, what are some others? What are your thoughts? Um, the whole beginning to Revenge of the Sith is another great, um, just another great uh, scene. It just has a very, um, just a really epic awesome feel um and just the action is amazing it looks like the clone wars come to life mm -hmm. you know uh which is really cool to see um th that's another great one um yeah what what other ones are you thinking of well i like the what you said the beginning of revenge of the sith um i also like the the whole duel of between Kenobi and Anakin in Revenge of the Sith that's a a good scene and culminating and reaching its like apex or you're culminating with you know the Obi Wan getting the high ground and then saying um you are my brother I loved you Anakin I know that's a favorite of many and that's not quite my favorite because you know as I just said Return of the Jedi's ending is my favorite but revenge of the sith um at, at during the duel between kenobi and anakin and after the duel that that's a great scene i know um when when padme's giving birth as anakin is officially ultimately becoming vader putting this having the suit put on him i think that's a really powerful scene i i really enjoy that um and then how Padme still holds out hope that there's still good in Anakin. That, that was 
So we have that, and that sequence in Revenge of the Sith I enjoy. Another one is the ending of Attack of the Clones when um, Yoda says, Begun the Clone Wars has, and it shows a clone army, and you see Palpatine with a bunch of other senators, and then um, all the way up to the final shot of Attack of the Clones. I, I think that's, I think the, that's a really good scene. Um, but yeah, I, I like the ending to A New Hope, like the final, the throne room scene in A New Hope. I think that's a fantastic ending. So yeah, there, there's a few, quite a few scenes of Star Wars that just really hit, huh? Yeah, yeah, a few more too that I, uh, I'd like to add are, um, the in A New Hope, when um. When Luke goes and sees his aunt and uncle are dead, um, and then the the uh, binary sunset, mm-hmm. you know it's his classic. You know he realizes that he want he he now wants to go down this um this path, and he wants to learn the ways of the Force. He wants mm-hmm. to become a Jedi. That's of course a, probably the mo- one of the most classic moments, mm-hmm. um, if not the most classic. And then one more is uh when when uh, Obi-Wan like the dialogue between Obi-Wan and Shrek I mean not Shrek Obi-Wan and Anakin mm-hmm. on Mustafar right um that's that's another great scene I said I uh got mixed up I was watching a uh, yeah I'm I'm sure you've seen it it's a great I've seen it. it's a hilarious little edit of uh where they put Shrek in the place of Anakin but anyway that's a uh, another great scene just the whole dialogue before the duel like you said everything culminating yep yeah that's pretty much my thoughts yeah i that is a very nice scene there's there's probably more oh anakin's anakin's turning beforehand um when anakin looks across uh the coruscant skyline and sees and padme looks across the coruscant skyline at the same time and and uh, apparently, if you listen closely, you can hear a little bit of Across the Stars. This was pointed out to me by uh, um, an account on Instagram called Star Wars Music, I believe. But yeah, um, it, that's a really powerful scene. And then, of course, Anakin, um, Anna, the duel between Mace Windu and Palpatine, I, that, I find that to be a very underrated duel. That The choreography is actually pretty good um and then what immediately happens after that anakin turning to the dark side is a really good scene followed by order 66 that that just really hits um the clones turning on the jedi generals that really it it really hits it really engages you i know we're not it it draws you in and you just it's a tragic scene. It's very sad, but it it's really well done, and the music, everything about it. So that's another that's another wonderful scene from Star Wars. Um, OG Empire. Um, I I always liked when Luke was hanging, on, in Bespin, the which is, I think that I think it's Bespin. Yeah, where, right after he gets done fighting Vader, he's hanging on the, those, like, spiky poles or whatever, and Leia, 
Leia senses him and she goes back to rescue him. I thought that was a good scene in Empire Strikes Back. But yeah, I'm, um, that's all I can think of right now. There's probably more. And that's, that's leaving out the Clone Wars and Rebels. And of course, the holiday special, which is some, a work of art in itself. But, yeah, Tomasa, did you have any other thoughts on that? Um, well, I guess we, um, well, uh, we can't leave out, uh, uh, no, I am your father. Right. But, that you know, that everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. That one, um. The I am your father twist. Pretty, uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's all. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, obviously, there's so so much more, but that's all that I have to say. Well, I'll just add one from Rebels. Um, Ahsoka. We, Ahsoka fighting Vader, which is just an amazing thing that it happened. Just to think that Ahsoka, this new character, she... Um, I think the time... I think it was only, yeah, four years ago when this... The Twilight of of Apprentice episode was released, uh, and it was a season finale to Star Wars Rebels season season two, and um, Ahsoka's duel with Vader. I really enjoyed that. And then, after when, the part that I really um, that that really stood out was when she jumped up, and like sliced Vader's mask, to buy Ezra. And Kanan some time to escape. And um, and then she hears Vader say Ahsoka. And it's Anakin's voice that she recognizes. She looks back. And she says, I won't leave you this time. But Vader says, then you will die. And then that, just her finding out that Vader is Anakin. That's really... that I really enjoyed that scene. And the Twilight of the Apprentice arc... Which I think it's only two episodes. Um, I guess I watched it as one episode, but that that season finale, that episode, Twilight of the Apprentice, that is a masterpiece. That's like, that's equivalent with my three favorite Star Wars films, as is the Siege of Mandalore, which, um, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, the Siege of Mandalore arc from the Clone Wars is just. A masterpiece, but yeah, yeah. St- um, so, um, Star Wars has really been. Star Wars has really been a very influential, um, movie series or saga, not just um, from our experiences watching it and enjoying, the movies and the cartoons and the TV shows, um, but also, in it, I think it. It really laid the groundwork for movies, for science fiction and action adventure. And, you know, I think there there would be no Avengers if there wasn't Star Wars. There'd be Hollywood, the movie making industry. It all, I think, it all looked pretty different had Star Wars not happened forty three years ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's really shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really shaped. Uh cinema as we know it mm-hmm. and um like you said yeah i i don't think we would have had this mcu um 
if if Star Wars, um, if Star Wars hadn't uh, come out, and just a lot of things would have been different. And you know, you notice um, a lot of people have said this, but with with its soundtrack too, it's so different mm-hmm. than just your typical science fiction movie yeah. in the seventies. Now that like this had a, uh, just an amazing score and it's such an iconic it's not forgettable at all it's just you know it as star wars right you know um and it's really just like you said it's just shaped hollywood yeah it is the score is phenomenal it's out of my um out of my um favorite um movie scores and soundtracks you know i have quite a few of them i i like the avengers score i really like that theme um, Indiana Jones was always good, and um, as Thomas, you know, the Transformers theme is like one of my all-time favorites. I I annoy you with it, humming it all the time, and just Arrival to Earth, which is by Steve Jablonski. It's in the first Transformers movie. I think it reappears in the others. It that track is just amazing, and I love it. But but the what's better than that is. The Star Wars themes, um, think of all um, the Imperial March, which is more commonly known as Darth Vader's theme. That is just iconic. Everyone knows of it. Um, it's, 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 everyone knows of it. It's universal that way, you know. It's, um, even non-Star Wars fans, it's like they, they know, they have heard it. Um, and of course, the typical, the main theme, the Force theme, which Disney loves to use. Yeah. Um, all the the Duel of Fates is phenomenal. Across of the Across the Stars is my personal favorite, which is uh, which is Anakin and Padme's love theme. But yeah, the music is. Whew, it, it's. I think that's part. That is a big part of why. Uh, Star Wars is such a big hit and I I think uh, along with being you know um, being just an adventure and being family friendly and sort of kid oriented and having humor that I've always liked the humor aspect of it you know as I said a few days ago on our podcast that I find Empire Strikes Back really has like almost Guardians of the Galaxy-ish type humor. Um, but yeah, it's the humor, the story of good versus evil, and um, Luke trying to um, redeem his father, the, the story of Anakin turning, who is a hero turning evil. Yeah. The whole, the tragedy. Right, the tragedy of Anakin, but then how he rose and became... He was ultimately redeemed and became good. That, uh, that's very, that is, that's very moving at times, and it's 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 why a lot of people enjoy it. I think that's why I enjoy it, and I'm sure that you probably feel the same way. It's really, it, it really makes Star Wars sets Star Wars apart. It's, it makes it like the epitome of. Um, all these great movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, cause, wouldn't you say to so, Tomas, that it's... Because I, I would say it is Star Wars... The Star Wars saga is my favorite um, saga. 
I'd say it's better than the Marvel movies, um, than pretty much anything else, I'd say. But because of that, it's a, just the a consistent um, story of that good versus evil. Yeah, um, it's, 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 uh, you know, it would definitely be hard to say because there's so, so -hmm. many great sagas, uh, out now, but probably, but I would have to say it probably is the greatest, um, franchise saga, um, in Hollywood, in, in, in movie history, just because of what it's done and just how, just how simple yet complex the just the whole um Mm -hmm. the whole story is right Mm -hmm. the original trilogy which then you know you uh go into the prequel trilogy Mm -hmm. and then you know even the sequel trilogy but just more so um like the original six Mm -hmm. just really it was just a perfect uh a perfect saga and i still think it is a perfect saga even with all all nine, I still think it is perfect. But yeah, it really has um. The probably the most legendary franchise of all time. Yeah, I I think so. Everyone knows Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone, even like, even casual fans, everyone sort of is into it. Everyone likes it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. It, it, I, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm glad that I I watch Star Wars. So, Tomas, did you have anything other to say about that? Um, well, you were saying earlier that uh, one of your favorite movies of all time, uh, At World's End, yes. is turning 13 today. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, was released in theaters May 25th of 2007, 13 years ago. So yeah, not only is it this we do we celebrate Star Wars, but it's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Not I, I was always, I enjoy the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but um, to me, it's the first three that are really good. For sure, yeah. Yeah, the fourth and the fifth, I'm I honestly am not a big fan of, but uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, I consider a masterpiece. It's uh. It's it's not it's not as um, it's not as beloved as the f- first one it seems but I I still enjoy it um, yeah it, it's it it just the it really brings the the plot line I think I'm forgetting the bad guy's name I think Beckett was his was that his name. The bad guy in the first one in um at world's end yeah I, Lord Beckett, yeah, that was his name he he's such a great bad guy, and of course Davy Jones is too it's such a detailed um film, and I consider it mas- a masterpiece honestly yeah it's uh it's it's been a while since I've seen it i know you've you've watched it uh sort of recently yeah about uh, a year ago. I you usually we watch what the uh, we we usually watch Chris the Black Pearl about once a year. Yeah. And then we just recently saw um Dead Man's Chest Dead Man's Chest about not half too long. a year ago. Yeah. Or like yeah. Which but both of those movies I love. 
So I've got to get around to uh, watching At World's End again because I haven't I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. I do remember liking it a lot though. Yeah, it is. It is to be honest. To this day, there are I have a hard time understanding or fully following the plot because it's like it. It's like everyone's got their own agenda. The the movie centers around saving Jack from the um. Saving Jack Sparrow from the dead man. Um, Davy Jones Locker. From Davy Jones Locker, that's right. Yeah. And then fi- facing down Lord Beckett and Davy Jones. Um, and Lord Beckett is like the this British um, commandant, or commodore, they call him. Something like that. Yeah, and but it, it's like everyone's got their own reason for saving, for wanting to save Jack. Some just want the black pearl. Um, I Will wants to free his father, and it it's just so complicated. I have a hard time following to this day. It's funny, but still, it's it's so. Um, it I love the final battle. It's the action packed. Um, I love the humor. Um, the way it starts off is is dark. Do you remember how it begins? Oh uh, no. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna spoil it. I, I I think, I think we're gonna end up watching it this yeah. next week. Honestly. Well, I'd say if we watch it, it might be good to watch. Uh, one and two first. One and two, or just yeah. two. Okay. Because I've seen one so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, we just do two and three, but yeah, I do want to watch it. I remember it being super long. What yeah, is it's it? it's two two hours forty nine minutes. Yeah, super long. Ridiculously long. But yeah, I'm a big fan. I um I remember like right after it came out, we went to Disneyland and I remember seeing those big posters. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um when was that? In oh, 07. 07. Yeah. I I think I remember a little bit of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm a big fan of as I've said like many yeah. times. So and of course the music is phenomenal. As you know, I always hum that that uh, song at the end, mm-hmm. or you know that theme at the end, but and it's it's by the great Hans Zimmer. Of course, yes. But uh, yeah, it's and and honestly, I would say um, I I'll just bring this up. I'll tie this back into Star Wars. Is that look if you look at um, the plot to the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. The first one is The Curse of the Black Pearl especially, but just all, not even all three, just the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, Curse of the Black Pearl really is similar to Star Wars A New Hope. Don't you think, Toma? Yeah. As in, you have um, this... Yeah. You have the young up and coming guy. Yeah. You have the woman who's like a princess. She gets kidnapped. Kind of teams teams up up with the the, rogue. Yeah. Yeah. The pirate. Pirate slash smuggler. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't line up perfectly, but it's still it's it's very similar. Type of type of uh. The same type of plot. Yeah, it is. It has that same type of plot. They go to save. They go to save. Um, the princess 
Leia slash Elizabeth Swan, right? Mm -hmm. Even in the next one. So in the next one, the gangs all, the three of them are all split up, just like in Empire Strikes Back. Um, In and it ends. How you you remember how Dead Man's Chest ends? Yeah. Jack gets eaten by the Kraken, and that's why he's in the Dead Man's Chest, right? Yeah. What happens to Han at the end of Empire? gets frozen. Yeah, he gets frozen. Exactly. So just... It's, it's just hilarious how similar these movies are. And, and then Outworld's End is just... They go to rescue him. They go to rescue Jack. In, in Return of the Jedi, they go to rescue Han. Then it's this... Uh, at the end, it's this giant battle. Right. Which, of course, like in the end of your trilogy, of course, you're going to have a giant battle. So it's not like... They're copying that per se, but um, it's just, I find it really interesting. Um, It's, yeah, it's just, and I'd even say, so then you have the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean 4 on Stranger Tides. It takes, it seems it's really different than the first three movies. Just like the prequels are different from the originals. Then we get to Pirates 5. Um, on What is the fifth one called? Dead Man Tell No Tales. Dead Man Tell No Tales. So in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales, I honestly thought that that reminded me so much of The Force Awakens. The difference is, of course, I really like The Force Awakens. Dead Man Tell No Tales, I really was not a fan of. Other than the cinematography and like one or two scenes, but no, I I know what you mean. I, I you know like um, you have a lot of old characters returning. Yes, just kind of has a, um, you know they're trying to put nostalgia in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Even you know it was, it was it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. but it was still a fun little movie. Right, Dead Man Tell No Tales. I wasn't a. Fan of, but I, w- I was a big fan of The Force Awakens. Yeah, The Force Awakens. Especially the first time I saw it. Um, but, yeah, my point was it's... Yeah, it has that reboot feel. Yeah. And especially, of course, I'm, I'm spoiling every movie I talk about pretty much here. But uh, at the end of Dead Man Tell No Tales, we get to see Will Turner again. Well, we get to see him briefly at the beginning of, uh, of this movie. But especially at the end where he greets his son... Um, and then, of course, we see Elizabeth Swan, or Elizabeth, now she's Elizabeth Turner now. Which was in the trailers, which makes right. no sense. Right, because she's literally in the movie for like Two 20 seconds. seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds. And it makes no sense to put in the trailers. But um, in any case, she she has like a brief cameo, just like Will. In the same way, The Force Awakens ends on Luke for thir- a 30-second cameo. Before the end credits roll. So it, it, I find it just very funny. And it, you know, when I brought up the At World's End, I did not expect to, um, I did not expect to make this connection, but it, it is a connection I made like a few years ago. And it just came to me as I was talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. So I'm, I'm kind of glad we talked about this. Because it is interesting. And I guess that it speaks to just how how popular the story of of Star Wars is. You know, the idea of go, going to rescue someone and 
making a journey along the way and then having becoming someone you know becoming more than who you just who you are now which is really what happens to Luke in the original trilogy Star Wars and, didn't necessarily yeah. come up with it right right it was they, they the, just more took like a, the hero's the classic story and mm-hmm. turned it into a space uh, space opera right right it was but it works so great exactly it was i think it was the hero's journey by i think joseph campbell um and it was and that's luke the story of luke and really it's a story of will turner and i probably elizabeth swan as well um but yeah it's it it as you said it put it in space it gave it amazing music it great characters great characters chemistry chemistry just a really compelling atmosphere, world building. Yeah, great world building. Um, sequels that were better than the Empire, which was better than A New Hope. Return of the Jedi, in my opinion, better than even Empire. Not maybe not objectively, but I I prefer Return of the Jedi over Empire, and at least. But yeah, it it has. Um, and of course, the lightsaber is just an iconic. The yeah, an iconic weapon. An iconic. Uh, yeah. Along with the blaster. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I, something I thought was interesting is George Lucas's idea of a used world. I don't know if George Lucas came up with this idea, but um, he, he definitely, it, it was a big, he really let it influence the way he made the Star Wars movies, is that instead of other sci-fi movies of that era George wanted it to be wanted a lot of the spaceships and sceneries to look like to look old to look kind of like people were using it not to look all sleek and fancy and um and from the future but to look like to look like ordinary things but they were just in space yeah. and they were something like that would be some some high tech thing that would be used a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's really. That is interesting. I think it paid off. It really. It, I think it, it paid off in especially in. Uh, in the, a lot of like the TV series like the Clone Wars and Mandalorian, you really see. Weathered. Yeah, we- a weathered side of Star Wars. But I, that's really... I think that really brings out the, the best of a lot of these Star Wars movies and episodes. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about, Julian? Do you? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, I th- I'm, I'm not sure. I'm think- yeah, I, I think we've all touched on... Uh, what? Yeah, we went over a lot of stuff. Wanted uh, to. Like, just Star Wars, uh, Star Wars' birthday in general, mm-hmm. how much it's impacted Hollywood, cinema, the world of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, make, like, you making connections of uh, pirates. pirates with uh, just with Star with the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even parts of the sequel trilogy. Right. Uh, which I guess we weren't expecting to do, but I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Well, glad you did it because you were talking about it. Um, yeah, I guess that pretty much wraps it up. Well, Thomas, I, I, I just remember, I, 
I wanted to ask you, um, if you wouldn't mind, what is, what is your first memory of Star Wars? That, that would have been good to start with, but I'll just start with it right now before we wrap up. What is your first memory, if you can remember? My first memory of Star Wars. Um, I think it was either uh, um, Revenge of the Sith, I think is the first movie that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember seeing a lot of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But I just remember how awesome... Uh, Revenge of the Sith was my the go to movies when I was like, when I when I was really little, I would always watch uh, Revenge. Uh, you know, Mom would always put in a uh, Revenge of the Sith and uh, Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and we'd always watch them, uh, and then a lot of Clone Wars. But yeah, yeah, that's probably my earliest memories. But uh, do you have your earliest memories? I do. Um, I. For, I watched The Phantom Menace, and when I first saw it, I that was my introduction to Star Wars. Um, I first saw it, and I thought, this is amazing, right? Um, and then later, I would see Attack of the Clones. I didn't get to see Revenge of the Sith until after it came out on DVD, and probably a year after it was released, so it was a while. It t- took me a while. But uh, I'm thinking, after that, it was, I saw, I think Empire, I think I skipped over A New Hope, and then I went to A New Hope, and then I watched Return of the Jedi, and I always liked the ending of Return of the Jedi, I always liked Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace, when I first saw Revenge of the Sith, I liked it, but not as much as the others, and A New Hope always bored me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. same with me. Right. Uh, I really appreciate it now. Though. Right. Now, these last couple of years, I've grown to appreciate A New Hope, even though it still um, is not... It's still probably a lower on my list of Star Wars movies, but I, I still enjoy it, and I yeah. appreciate it. You definitely much. need to, you know. And Revenge of the Sith, the the more I see that movie, the more I I like it. And Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion, gets better after seeing like the Siege of Mandalore. For sure, yeah. And it, honestly, it's like one of my favorites. It's in my top three. But um, what? So you, what? What was your thoughts like seeing? First seeing Star Wars. Um, just yeah, I always uh awesome the ability to use the Force, mm-hmm. then the lightsabers, uh. I was. I always thought how, how sad it was, you know, how Anakin turned into Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was so young. I couldn't. I really just was. I was really focused on the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I. I. I always. Uh, you know, we would always we would always play with the lightsabers, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, toy lightsabers. Uh, but that was probably like the number one thing that caught my eye was like. The jet was Jedi was the Jedi uh, using the Force, and using lightsabers and duels, and it always just really fascinated me. Yeah, I know. As we said earlier, the lightsaber is just iconic and uh, just the epitome of being uh, just really awesome and amazing. Another thing, um, 
when I was when I was uh, when I was younger, uh, Revenge of the Sith always always was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I slowly started to uh, it it would go down a little bit, and then I my my new favorites would be more like a uh, Revenge uh, not Revenge I'm sorry uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, Attack of the Clones, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. but it's it's slowly making its way it back up, mm-hmm. especially after seeing like you said uh, Geo. After seeing uh, the siege of Mandalore, yeah, it's uh, it's crawling way back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, my it's funny. My the way I rank them is similar to you as my favorites. Though all those four you named, um, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Attack of the Clones, and Empire, are my favorites. And uh, I don't think we'll do a ranking this time. Probably not, no. Right, well, but... That might have to be an episode in itself. Yeah, right, we can do that another day. But, yeah, um... Uh, I, I remember Revenge of the Sith, uh, I always found it draining and depressing, which it is, but as I said, now... Now it's just... I find it to be a masterpiece in its own. And, uh... And what I always remember, as I was... When I was younger, I wa- I liked Anakin's scar. I wanted to be Anakin, right? So I used to cut my, I used to cut, like by my eye to make, um, try to make Anakin's scar on my face. Why would so you that's... do that? That's dumb. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. Um. Yeah, I would I would do th- uh things like that too. I think I remember you telling uh me about, um. Uh, Harry Potter. No, oh, yeah. You would, uh, you would, uh, take, uh, you'd, you'd scratch yeah, your... I'd do the same thing yeah. with, try, i try to make Harry Potter's, um, i try to make Harry Potter's scar on my head. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But, uh, you think that, uh, just about wraps everything up, or, uh, do you have a few more things you want to share? Uh well, I'm thinking because I didn't expect to ask you that question, but I did. So I'll, I'll think for a few seconds if I wanted to say something else. Let's see. <laughs> huh. Well, I think that might be it for today. It was uh, just always talking about Star Wars is something I really enjoy. Um, oh, I'll just say, well, I guess one more thing is that Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Um, and I'll extend that to Star Wars Rebels and the Mandalorian, but especially the Clone Wars. For anyone who is a Star Wars fan... Um, and has not seen Star Wars The Clone Wars, I highly recommend it. I So, um, I'm talking about both the movie, um, which I, I'll just say real quick, I always enjoyed the Star Wars The Clone Wars movie. Um, I always enjoyed, yeah, yeah, it came out in 2008, and I, I think I first saw it in 09, and I always enjoyed it. Um, I liked Ahsoka from day one. You know, apparently many did not appreciate her when she was first 
when she was a f first appear, but I've always been an Ahsoka fan, and as I think we've said before, that Ahsoka really is the best parts of Anakin, and uh, she, you know, uh, the, um, she's really loyal to her friends, and that 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 shown in the Siege of Mandalore, and and. Uh, and I think the idea of giving Anakin a Padawan, which uh, was George Lucas's idea, um, if I'm correct, it was George Lucas's idea. I, I think that was really a big risk, but I really paid off, and it it shows itself as in Ahsoka is is a fan favorite. But uh, yeah, the the Clone Wars, Ahsoka is great in the Clone Wars, as is Anakin and Obi Wan, and. Um, I highly recommend that series, um, as well as uh, the holiday special. Even though it's the holiday special is terrible, uh, I still recommend it. I'm I'm gonna um, just gonna quickly say I I don't recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Dry. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, we watched it um, just a few about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I I forced everyone to watch. Yeah, it. forced everyone to watch it. And uh, I mean, there there are some good parts. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to watch it for some laughs, then definitely. Yeah, it's it's terrible, but it's it's great. It is a uh, what hour and fifty minutes or so that I'll never get back. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, but um, if nothing else, the Clone Wars and of course Rebels and Mandalorian. Those, uh, it. That is gonna be the future, in my opinion, of Star Wars streaming. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited to see, you know, they've got that new Mandalorian, gallery, TV show on Disney Plus. I'm looking forward to watching that, but yeah, it's there's a lot as we oh as we've been saying the last few episodes of this podcast, there's a lot to look forward to regarding Star Wars, so um. Without further ado, I I will say it's it's been a pleasure as always, Tomas. You have any wor words to say, um, before we finish up here? Uh. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, to uh, to be with you all, um, talking about Star Wars, talking about movies and. and stuff like that in general is always is always fun for us and uh we hope you keep coming back here to listen we we enjoy doing this um it's great to celebrate 43 years of um of star wars itself and then recognize return of the jedi one of our favorites 37 years ago came out um solo who would have thought when Star Wars first came out that um, forty that there'd be years later. Yeah. Forty one years later we'd have solo st a standalone movie, we'd have all these cartoons and books and comics and video games and we'd have the Mandalorian and there's so much so um it was nice being on here to talk about all this. Um we hope you all take care and enjoy your memorial the end of your Memorial Day weekend. Thank all the veterans for their service. And uh, God bless. Take care of y'all. Peace out. And 
May the force be with you all. Always. Always.